My guest today specializes in this concept of employee branding and recruitment marketing. Andrea Hoffer of AHA Recruiting Experts, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dax. It's, it's great to be here. I love your background. Obviously, this concept of hire, hire is the title of your book. Tell us a little bit about that stuff. Sure. So I wrote the book because I wanted to create an easy, practical guide for employers to to help them go through the steps needed to be more successful in hiring and getting better results, getting better candidates that fit their job and, and their culture. And that's what the book is all about. It's a very how-to guide with some stories thrown in. That's great. I imagine a lot of people sort of have quite a simplistic view of recruitment and and finding talent, and it probably involves throwing something up on Indeed or, or LinkedIn, et cetera, and then they get some applicants and then they screen some and then they pick one. It, it sounds like from what you're saying, that's probably not, uh, not all there is to it. There isn't. And actually, the first chapter of the book is all about discovering who you need. And that includes not just the experience they need or, um, you know, the education. It's more about what are the results you need to be accomplished by filling this position and who can actually get those results and who would be a good fit for your organizational culture. Because somebody could fill the same position or something very similar and be successful successful in one organization, but not be successful in another because they're just not the right cultural fit. And that's all in chapter one? <laughs> well, that's no. great. <laughs> I, I, no. Men- I mentioned that because I believe uh, you're actually giving away chapter one for free. Is that right? I am. And it's our yeah. whole discovery process. It's it's one of the things we're known for. One of the reasons I'm giving away for free is because the biggest mistake I see employers make over and over again is not spending time really defining who it is they need before they go go out and post a job. And just like you said, often what I see is they find a couple of ads on Indeed or LinkedIn that look like what they need and they hardly make any changes to it and they throw it up under their name under Indeed and then they wonder why they're getting the wrong people for their job. Quite right. We uh, we hired a recent person into Fireside, and they uh, the opening line of his application was, "I am not the candidate you said you were looking for, but I am the candidate you need." And what I loved about that approach was, it turned out he was actually damn right. And we actually had lots of conversations with him and learned we had not done a good enough job of that exact process you're talking about. And thank goodness for us, this chap came in with with enough gumption about him to uh, to flat out tell us we had it wrong. Yeah, that's great. I haven't yeah. heard of that happening before. Oh no, it was it was it was really good. So what does um what should recruitment marketing look like? So let's say they've gone through this effort of figuring out a little bit more about what they need and and what the results are. What should somebody be doing next? Okay, so first I want to back up a little bit and talk about employer branding. Mm. So employer it it's just the same as regular marketing, where you think about branding of a company is the heart of the company. It's what you know to come to expect from a company. So employer branding is is about what it's like day to day to work there. What's important to everybody? Um, you know, how you know people are going to show up 
day to day. And once you you truly know who who that is or what that is, then you do your recruitment marketing campaign to market that. Mm. So you're sharing employee testimonials. You're sharing pictures of your office if it's not a remote position uh, or job sites if it's you know a construction or even pictures from charity events that your team you know has participated in anything that helps your culture to come across but you're also sharing challenges because you want the candidates to get a, a realistic view of what it would be like to join your team and and be a part of that culture and some people are going to find the challenges attractive and mm. some people are going to say, hey, that's not for me. And that's what you want. You're not looking for high volume in applications. You're looking for quality. Mm. And the best way to do that is to continue to reach out, even when you don't have a position opening, but continuing to share what it's about to be part of your team. That's interesting. I imagine also seeing the challenges might help somebody feel like there is actually something they can do to help as opposed to just turning up as another name and face. Yes, that's an excellent point. People are motivated by challenges. Mm. They want to know that they add value to an organization. They're not really just looking for a paycheck. And and I think that has changed even more on that side of wanting to make a difference since the pandemic. So you Mm. want to show them, hey, we have this challenge. We're looking for someone who can get these type of results for us. We know it's not going to be easy, but can you do it? Right. You know, is, is this something that attracts you or no, I, I don't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole. Well, great. Then we wish you luck in finding what's what's best for you. We wish you luck not solving problems for our competitors. Right. That, that would well, be, maybe they don't maybe. want to solve your particular problem. Right. right. <laughs> I see so few organizations doing what you're describing. Is that from lack of awareness of it? Is Are they fearful about putting their employees out there publicly? Why, why is this not so common? It might be a combination of both. It, you will see the larger organizations, the larger corporations, they actually have a recruitment marketing budget and a team that works on this. What are the reasons why we particularly work with small to mid-sized businesses because they're not educated about this. They often don't know that that this is necessary to build a good talent pipeline and that this is important. Um, So I think education is part of it. I think money is part of it. They often you know, don't don't have the money for or put, you know, budgeted recruitment marketing resources. And then I think a little bit of fear, like you mentioned, could be part of it as well. You know, if I put myself out there, if I if I claim my glass door page, which is one of the first things I always recommend, take control of what they're saying about you, um, then they're afraid that that will open the door for maybe somebody they've terminated in the past or a disgruntled employee. Mm-hmm. But they're going to find you anyway. If they're mm-hmm. going to put a bad review about you, they're going to do it anyway. So take control of your brand and and address it and say, yeah, this person might have been upset about something specific. And if you relate to that, maybe you're not the right fit for us. But here's here is what we're looking for. Here, here is who does succeed in our organization. Is Glassdoor as commonly used within this world as, say, a, a Yelp is for sort of restaurants and, and travel? 
Yes, Glassdoor and Indeed reviews are very important. Uh, we we are always recommending, and, and it doesn't cost anything. That Glassdoor does have paid options, but you can very easily just claim your Glassdoor page and add pictures to it and information and be able to respond to comments even on the free version. And we highly recommend it. We are in a review world on everything and candidates are consumers. Mm -hmm. And the first thing they will do is look for everything on your company online. We, we even just had a candidate who recently was concerned about going on an interview because they found something they didn't perceive as positive about the employer. Um, online. And so they were kind of pushing back on us and even mm. being considered this position. And that does happen once in a while. And that, that's why we work with the employers on, on really claiming who they are as an employer. How did you handle that? Did that person ultimately end up going to the interview? Actually, it's still in progress. So I can't mm. give you the answer to that. But what we did was we reached out, that's a really good question. We reached out to the employer, to our client, and said, listen, you know, here's some of the questions that came up from the candidate that you want to interview that they found online. Could you help us address them? And I thought they did a pretty good job of it. And we shared that information with the candidate. And that was yesterday. So I really don't know okay. what happened from there because one of our you know, that our talent consultant who's in charge of that project followed up. Okay. Maybe we'll have to do a repeat of this just for a quick five minute yeah, one and find, find yeah. out the uh, find out the outcome. We've mentioned, I think, probably a couple of obvious places most of our, our listeners and viewers will know, sort of Indeed, LinkedIn, Glassdoor. Are those really the best places for most organizations to be trying to find talent? It depends on the industry and the talent you're looking for. Yes, those are probably good places to start. Some jobs just are not a good fit for LinkedIn. And so it, you know, it mm -hmm. might not even be worth it to go there. Um, but those are some of the biggies. You also want to be on social media. You want to be on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It depends on where your current employees are hanging out. Mm. You, know, you need to ask them just like you would if you were marketing your company where do your potential clients or your current clients hang out online you do the same thing with your employees where do you spend your time what type of content do you look for and then that's how you create your your marketing campaign towards potential candidates mm. that's interesting we have a lot of data obviously with uh, fireside services around who what ages and what demographics are on each of the platforms and the thing that really struck me the other day is the only true socialish platform that has the entire age range of the world is is youtube and i think that it's underutilized i think in most aspects of marketing and i i wonder if that's another underutilized place for uh, for this as well it is a good one to utilize. And we often will take a video because we were very big on creating videos to help with recruitment. And so we'll take a video that one of our clients have has created that's specific towards, you know, talking to, to yeah. potential candidates and put it on YouTube if it's not on there already. But then in you know how you can put with the notes on YouTube, mm -hmm. you can put a little link of yeah. if this job interests you, click here and you'll get more information and you can apply. Yeah. Because as we know, YouTube is it, I don't know if it still is, but it was the number one search engine 
you know, in on the internet, mm-hmm. um, it's still up there if it's not still number one. So why not utilize it? Yeah, as, as part of Google, it's it's still number one. I mean, it's it's that Google sort of YouTube combination is is utterly phenomenal. And I think the I think the fact that it covers all age ranges and all types of people is is really interesting. And the fact that it's embedded on most smart TVs and smart devices, so people are also watching it in their in their home as as opposed to TV as well, as opposed to a TikTok where you know fifty percent is now over the age of thirty. But if you're trying to find somebody in their fifties or above, TikTok's obviously not probably going to be the place to do it at, at volume. So. Employee branding, going into this sort of idea then of recruitment marketing. What else? What else forms part of recruitive recruitment marketing outside of these ideas of getting that content and and getting some of those experiences out into the world? Anything where you can interact with people who could be potentially good candidates. So you can take it offline as as well. We will if it's a a retail position, a place that has a lot of traffic around it. One of the things we do is combine the two. And, you know, the traditional help wanted signs you see on retail, you still see them, which amazes me. Now we add a QR code to it. So we'll just say, join our team. And then, you know, it kind of speaks. All they have to do is take their phone, take a picture of it. And now all the information they need and to apply takes two seconds right at, at their their fingertips. If you're still asking them to come in and fill out a paper application, you're not going to get very far. Hmm. You need people to be able to do it instantly. Hmm. Uh, the other thing is, you know, you can get creative. We just signed a new client who told us, hey, uh, you know, we're going to do uh, Friday food trucks. So because they're, they're looking for, uh, I think it's either AC or plumbing tech. And so every Friday, they are going to sponsor food trucks to come out to their location, give them free breakfast, and then say, hey, we're having an open house. You want to hear about our job opportunities? And, you know, do things like that. If it, if it's, especially if it's a job where you need them to come to location and you want them to get familiar with who you are, anything you can do. I love the QR code because you can integrate it into actual experiences put it on little cards i used to carry them all the time if i went to a restaurant and had great service with the tip i'd I'd leave a little card that that says you know looking for another opportunity and then was a qr code and or or you're recommended as a great potential candidate you know anything like that um, that will kind of entice me like, oh, let me check this out. And then they take their phone and and they have all the information right there. That's fantastic. I love about the QR code. I mean, obviously, COVID, COVID made it ubiquitous, right? We've got, you know, young children all the way up to, you know, elderly people who are now very comfortable with the idea of what it is and at least what it does. And of course, mm-hmm. you can see the stats, right? So you'd have been able to see how many people scanned the card that you, yes. uh, you handed out. So where do your services come into play, right? People obviously can get the first chapter of the book for free and start to get a sense of this. They can then go off, get the full book and read that. But then if they want to work with you and from a services point of view, how do you plug into an organization to help them achieve all of these things to improve this scenario? We always start with what we call a kickoff. That's our discovery session. And it's very similar to the to the first chapter of the book. We walk them through. And, and let me just back up. The, the people at this meeting 
the employer, our new client, anybody they want to bring with them to it. Um, Because sometimes we often are are working initially with the CEO of the company since we work with small to mid-sized companies. But then they'll say, I want to bring my HR person or I want to bring in the person who's actually going to be supervising this position. The more people, the better. We want to get as much of a feel of what your organization is like as possible. And so we walk them through a series of discovery questions and start to get a real feel for who is successful at their organization and who would be successful in this particular position. And we record the session and then it goes to our copywriter who uses, we have a particular formula, which I do pretty much outline in the book that has worked for us over the years for job posting. And so our copywriter will then kind of extract the information from the discovery session and create this job posting. But then the best part about it is we go out and make it visual. We make it interactive. We make it fun to look at and um, really pop as compared to what a normal posting would look like. And we gather pictures and videos from from our client as much as they will give us. And we, we give them direction on it. And we use this material to one, market them in different campaigns, but then we also have a sourcing team where all day long, they're just reaching out to people on the internet who could be a fit for the position. And they use the marketing material we create to to kind of almost sell the position. That doesn't mean the person gets the job. It means, hey, we're, we're trying to get you to consider uh, applying for the position. Mm. And then we have different layers of services. So some people just say, we just need that. You know, we just need our talent pipeline filled. We don't have time to go out and find the people or to create these campaigns. And they take it from there. So we fill their pipeline and then they follow up the candidates. Other people say we need help with screening. And so we have different programs to do full cycle recruiting with them where we're screening we're doing one-way video interviews reference checks mm. anything that's that's needed to get the right person in that seat that's excellent um there's a lot of debate at the moment in the industry around back to office is does work from home equals work-life balance etc how are you having these conversations with your clients and with the candidates and what are you seeing as the sort of general trend now a lot of people, as you mentioned, are looking for the remote remote work and they're looking for it for different reasons. They will use the term, like you said, work-life balance. I, I actually don't agree with work-life balance equaling remote work because it all depends on how you're defining work-life mm-hmm. balance. Now, if it means it's cutting out the commute, so you have an extra hour a day to do more things that are you know, important to you personally, I can see how the work-life balance uh, comes in. Um, but when you're talking about remote work, when you're, I think it's an amazing thing to offer candidates and it will increase your candidate flow. You also wanna put certain accountabilities in place and to make sure that they understand they can't also be taking care of their child or, you know, doing several things at once. They need to be focused on work when when they're actually at work. And I think most people understand that. It's just sometimes those terms, remote work and work-life balance almost seems to be used synonymous. Yeah. And I, I think 
there's a big difference between the two. Yeah. Have um uh have the benefits that employers have to offer change to fit in with this new life of not always being in an office? I think the biggest thing is flexibility. It's not always even just the work from home. It's the work from home, but not feeling so tied to your desk. So if you need to go to a doctor's appointment or your kids have a soccer game that you feel comfortable enough to say to your supervisor, you know, can I take the next two hours off and I'll make up the time later? And I think that's where the work-life balance comes mm -hmm. in. And if that is possible with the job, which a lot of jobs now that is possible, you know, we do it at a how we actually have a time away channel. So whenever anybody needs to step away, they just say, hey, I'm not going to be here for two hours because I have a dentist appointment, which I actually put on there this morning. <laughs> um, and so you won't be able to get a hold of me. I'll be back in this evening to make up the time or to get such and such done. So having that flexibility built in and really be focusing on the results that the the team member is bringing and not so much that they're chained to their desk 40 hours a week mm -hmm. is what team members are looking for. And you'll find that the good ones will actually end up working more than the 40 hours often or getting the, you know, kicking the results so out of the park that you really don't care. Mm -hmm. The channel is a great idea. That's a Slack channel, I assume, that you have internally. It used to be in Slack. We're using Ring Central now. Okay, great. Um, there are more and more cases, I think, that uh, that keep popping up in in popular news around. You know, oh, my employee actually had another full time job somewhere, and that's why I don't want to allow people to sort of work from work from home. And I think there's also. So many employers are still stuck in the idea of time-based value rather than results value. Do you find that is something you often spend time coaching your um, clients on as they're recruiting? It comes up one, once in a while, but what comes up more often is a lot of our clients feel that some of the pro productivity, some of the engagement, um, just in the way they work, works better for them if the person is in the office mm. with them. And it's not a distrust factor. It's they're so used to having that person with them or having that team with them and being able to create a culture from that. And so it's more of a coaching around how do I create a good team culture remotely versus not you know in the office where it just they feel like it comes naturally in some ways i think the remote work has helped us focus on how do we purposely create culture because no. we all just assumed being in the same physical space together created a culture and it did but did it create the culture we wanted is the question and now when we have to be a little more purposeful about creating that because we're remote um it, it helps us to think about, well, what do we want our culture to be like? Yeah, that's interesting. How can we create it? Final topic I'm interested in is um, how can you leverage or help a, a client leverage their employees to help bring great candidates to the recruiting process? Number one is offer a referral bonus, of course, and, and that's been around for a long time. And, and 
often we find our clients have been offering huge bonuses, 500, 2,500 for employee referral, but they never remind their employees about it. Mm. If you're going to offer a bonus program, keep it on top of mind because otherwise people won't, won't think about it and give them material to use, especially on social media. So uh, give them blogs um, that have really good information for people in their industry that they'll want to share with their colleagues. And you give the, if it's a retail, what I, when I owned my spa, I used to um, give a referral bonus to my massage therapist. Well, everybody on the team, if they, you know, referred somebody who got hired and just by the nature of them wearing their uniform on a break, we got referrals all the time because they'd be online at Dunkin' Donuts or Chili's or wherever. And the person also online would come up to them and say, how do I get a job there? And then they'll say, mention my name because I get a referral bonus. And here's what it's like. Um, what Another thing that I did when I had my spot was I bought all my employees memberships to the gym that was located in our shopping center as well, and asked them whenever they worked out. I, I, I gave them branded T-shirts and it wasn't. Yes, part of it was to help advertise the business, but the other part was to help have other people come up to them and say, how do I get a job there? Or what's it like to work there? So there are ways of doing it offline and online. That's really great advice. Um, tell us, where can we find this first chapter of the book? Well, I believe you're going to have the link in the um, link notes. Actually, I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> Oh no problem. We will absolutely put the, no no no. We will we will absolutely put the link in the uh, in the notes as long as as long along with all of the contact information. Um, this has really been very uh, insightful conversation. Um, I've been scribbling notes as we went about things that we're immediately going to go do at uh, Fireside and Hivecast. Thank you very much for being such a great achiever. Oh, thank you, Dax. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs>